Good evening, this is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. Audubon Conservation Director Bruce Hegg's plan to remove the dead ash trees along the T-Bone Trail will save the county a lot of money. Audubon County Supervisor's Chairman Doug Sorensen says the emerald ash borer has decimated 2,343 trees. Sorensen says Bruce Haig, appearing at Tuesday's supervisor's meeting, shared a plan to ease the county's financial burden. We were talking about uh, putting this out for bids and contracting it out, but he, him and his staff have decided that they think they can make this a lot cheaper by just simply going out there, spending some time this winter, and laying those trees down. Sorensen says the trees will not be immediately removed from the site, but laid to the side. This will allow residents to come in and cut the dead ash trees for firewood. We've had a lot of local inquiry about getting people getting getting firewood and, uh, you know, just, just for home heating and whatever. Um, so, you know, if we got them laying down and if they uh, these individuals wanted to um, get a permit from him, and sign a waiver so there's no liability on the county, we could allow them to go in and remove wood uh, from the bike trail area. Sorensen says this is what the Audubon County Conservation Department prefers to do. Otherwise, the estimated removal cost would be a half million dollars. Haig thinks his staff can knock down half the trees this winter. Residents wanting to cut the trees for firewood must contact Bruce Haig, the conservation director, to get a permit. A groundbreaking ceremony was held Tuesday for a new facility centralizing public health services in Pottawatomie County. The public presentation at the intersection of 5th Avenue and Pearl Street in Council Bluffs marked the beginning of construction for a new 15,868-square-foot structure. The facility will be managed by Pottawatomie County Public Health and is meant to serve several programs and agencies throughout the region. Matt Wyant is the Pottawatomie County Planning and Development Director. Today was the accumulation of about two years' worth of planning for our new facility for the public health team. And we're going to actually be able to centralize some services where we bring in our public health services, animal control services, and our WIC services all into one location. Currently, we're all kind of operating out of rented space, kind of scattered throughout Council Bluffs, and people are having to make multiple stops to receive some of the services that we provide. So we're hoping to simplify that process, bring everybody together, and make it easier for the residents. Construction of the facility is currently scheduled to be completed by December 2024. The total cost of the project is $6.1 million. Funding for the project includes $3 million from a courthouse campus renovation bond, $2.6 million from ARPA funds, and $299,000 from state funding and residual general funds. The Dare County Board of Supervisors this morning approved a funding request from Family Crisis Centers. Angela Morkey told the board that they focus on homicide and violent crimes and they provide services to the victims of the crimes. Whether that be, you know, kind of navigating the court system, attending court with them, kind of explaining the legalese stuff that goes along with it because... Let's just be honest, the court system is very complicated, and it can be slow-moving, so kind of keeping them on track of that reassurance, like, no, it's moving, don't worry about it, Um, you know, us keeping them informed of what's going on can be that liaison between law enforcement and the county attorneys. In addition to the court stuff, we also provide, you know, the emotional support. We're available to them 24-7. Family Crisis Center also runs the call center 
hotline anybody can call throughout the state of Iowa. Morkey said the average cost of a call from the call center is $20.78. Last year, the services to Adair County were roughly $1,300. Therefore, the funding request from family crisis centers was for $250, 19% of what the services were last year. Morkey said the rest of the funding comes from grants and fundraisers. The Corning School Board approved an early retirement package at Monday's meeting. School Superintendent Chris Fenster said the board exercises this incentive every other year. The certified staff opting to apply for early retirement receives $45,000 in four payments in December and June for two years. The non-certified staff received $21,000 paid the same way. Chris Finster also reported a slight decline in certified enrollment to the Corning School Board. He says the student population is down six, but much improved from the 30 students lost one year ago. It's not earth-shattering for us by any means. Um, we had 30 last year, so six kids. It's, and there's no one place. I kind of went through with the board, showed them their certified enrollment thing, and kind of showed them where people were going to schools and where we're getting kids, um, open enrollment kids. We have 34 kids coming in, 23 going out, so we're still... 11 positive there. It's just a matter of some student, our classes are class sizes, um, graduating classes and then not having as many coming in. Um, we just got to watch it. I mean, that's, that's a big thing. I think Bliska lost 20. I think Bliska was down 20 kids. So we just got to watch where we're at with that and with our budget and make adjustments as we go along. Fenster says the student class sizes in the Southwest Valley School District are around 40 students. He says the district needs to maintain about 550 to 600 students to stay financially stable. The Harlan City Council approved a marketing agreement, reviewed parking spot closing for Harvest Fest, and passed a resolution for the City of Harlan's credit card policy. A few examples in the past few years where we've had departments who've been at a training uh, between hotel and meals, of which that caps out. Um, again, uh, and then also just with rising prices and inflation, um, it looks a lot different than it did six years ago. There were a few departments that were less than uh, 4,000. So that's what got updated. We included in the packet both the previous and the recommended. And bring a few of those departments up to the 4,000 limit. And again, these would be uh, you know, pre-approved, pre-budgeted items and then also in our policy just as it was before is any emergency items. That's Harlan City Administrator Gene Geddes. The council also reviewed and approved marketing agreement with Utility Service Partners Private Label Inc., a service line warranties of America. Geddes explained this is a subsidiary of HomeServe USA Corporation. He said this program has been around for a long time. It is an insurance coverage for private ownership of the sewer line from the city to the private homeowner. And the Harlan City Council approved a parking spot closing permit for the Harlan Downtown Square on October 27th from 8 a.m. to 8 a.m. on October 28th. And the Iowa Department of Transportation says work is now complete on the project to replace the bridge on Iowa 92 between Lyman and Griswold. You may now travel over the new bridge. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Andy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.